As we close another year in this Ponderosa dodging Nomarion, we bid farewell to 2021. This year taught us to pivot when needed, change what didn't work, and expect the unexpected. We take one final look to see how we did with our resolutions in 2021, talk about our favorite books and interviews, and our hopes for the future. I'm Denny. I'm Veronica. Join us on the Vulgar Geniuses podcast and we recap the best of 2021. Are you currently looking for a bookstore that has a great selection of books? Well, Kizzy's Books and More is that bookstore. Visit www.kizzy'sbooksandmore.com to purchase your next book for our book club. Use coupon code VULGARGENIUS to receive 10% off the subtotal of your first order. What's up, everybody? That's the last time we're going to say that for 2021. We are back for our general podcast. (laughs) This is a bonus episode for you all. We missed you. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while since just me and Veronica. Usually we talk to important people, but now it's just, you know, little people. It's just us. Back to the grind. (laughs) Yeah, on this episode, we just want to bid farewell to 2021 and everything that it gave didn't give (laughs) (laughs) oh and just took right out of our bare hands no this year was good to us as far as vulgar is concerned it was it was really good yes we're staring at a list of all the people we talked to and it's a lot of people it's a lot of people we talked to 31 guests on our show 32 if we're including the people who were Actually, 33, maybe, if we count Ginger um, Mm -hmm. and counting Amber, all the people who we've interviewed on this show. And this year has truly been a blessing. It started out great. I I hope that next year is a can mimic, if not, you know, duplicate into a year of an abundance. That's what we need. Abundance, not of COVID, but of everything else. COVID keeps giving us abundance, but we don't want that. But, no, uh, but we, we want abundance. Like we had Amber abundance or Amber J. Phillips, as we know her to come on the show and, and, and just bless us. We had so many guests, but I think the most important one that kind of helped steer where our year was going was with Disha. Yeah, I think we started the year right with her having her on for january really kind of like gave us that big boost yeah and she gave us um she still gives us people by the way like she emails us on the regular if we want to talk to this person so shout out to disha and for her doing all that hard work and really doing the real work out there because she's probably doing better than most of the publicists and like yeah i mean she's definitely when we talk about gatekeepers, she's holding that gate wide open and she's bringing everybody with her. And, you know, I don't think that we would be where we are at this point in our podcasting life if it weren't for that particular episode we did with Disha. 
Um, for those who have listened, you would remember uh, when we do that question at the end of our interviews with our authors, we mm-hmm. always ask them, you know, what their favorite books of the of their whole life, their top five. Yeah. And she flipped it and she said she wanted to talk about the the books that she felt like we needed to know about. And these right. were all up and coming writers. And we had the opportunity to speak to I think we spoke to every single person that she named. Right. Except for Devil in America. Oh, uh, Hanif. No, that wasn't Disha. That, that was Donnie. That was Donnie. Sorry, Donnie. Sorry, Sorry Disha. <laughs> that was Donnie. But um, yeah, I think we talked to everybody that she was hyping up. And a few of them, when she was naming them, we were like, oh, we got that galley. We got that galley. But the one that we did not have that I feel like was probably one of my favorite interviews was with Brian Broom, Punch mm-hmm. Me Up to the Gods. And, you know, she mentioned him and it wasn't until maybe two months later, we got an email from a publicist that we had been corresponding with in regards to Mateo. And uh, she just, she just like, hey, you know, we want to see if you all would be interested in talking to this new writer. His name is Brian Broom. And we're like, sure. And we got that book. It, his book just like tore me up. It was so good. It was one that I thought about for a very long time and continue to, to do so. So I think, you know, Disha's presence blessed blessed the vulgar this year yeah and i think it gave us really that confidence to to be like yeah we can we can really do this like i think it also gave us like that i don't know like i guess a confidence or i don't gut Mm -hmm. (laughs) just to contact people yeah like just to be like okay we can do this we can like email this person we can email mahogany l brown (laughs) and get a reply back and get a reply I, for Disha that day when she like slid into our DMs with her contact information I was just like blown away uh, I was just like I had music playing I was singing like I was in a fucking musical I was just so happy that right. she's that she agreed to come on the show and talk about her book the secret lives of church ladies we talked to her at a very pivotal time because when we talked to her, it was the day before she got announced as a finalist in the national. No, she was already a finalist. Oh, and we didn't think we were. She's we, gonna... She was already a finalist for the National Book Award. That that ship had sailed. But it was the day before we found out that Tessa Thompson had picked her up, her book oh, up for HBO. That's true. I, I got my days. And my months and the timeline incorrect because <laughs> it feels like Deja's interview was like in 2020, but it 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 started a year. It it really messed me up because I feel like we've just been talking to a lot of people. We've been talking to a lot of people, and I think that's you know partly due to the fact that you set a, a new year's yeah. resolution that last was, year. Uh, slightly my fault. <laughs> I think it was a good one. And I'm really interested to see where it goes. And uh, so last year we set some some reading resolutions and one of them was 
that you wanted to talk to 21 authors right. in 2021. And I remember when you said this and I just looked at you like, I'm crazy. Yes. I'm so crazy, but <laughs> she's a genius in the vulgar geniuses. I'm telling you, cause like when she said that, I'm just like, what? how are we going to do that? But we did it. Mm-hmm. How many did we talk to? 31. 2031. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're set. That means we don't need to do anymore. We're done. No. No, we are not. No, we're not done. Uh, and I think your New Year's resolution and my New Year's resolution kind of like gave a you know birth to this thing that we did this year. So mm-hmm. you wanted to do 21 authors in 2021. And I was like, I want to read four books a month See, like a dumbass. Yeah, that that to me is crazy because she knows she knows she's setting herself up for failure. But I didn't fail. That's true. You God know. was on my side. <laughs> OK, but she was struggling, though. I was struggling every <laughs> month. I struggle. She always looks at me with this like, why are we doing this face? <laughs> and I'm like, I knew I should have read that last week. <laughs> I knew I should have done this last week. And I'm like, girl, I did that today <laughs> in the car as we were coming. We we went to Barnes and Nobles and like spent money. I spent money I shouldn't have spent, but I did it. I did it. I did it. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we combined our superpowers of our of our New Year's resolutions. And I think it just gave birth to a, a bountiful year where not only did we interview fiction writers we did YA we did nonfiction. right I was just one book shy of the resolution that I that I set so I think I give myself like an 80 percent a good B <laughs> I got a B for my for mine you definitely got an A plus you knocked yes. that out the park A plus 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 my Asian parents would be proud <laughs> um yeah so those two uh reading resolutions I think we we did great on um was there anything that we failed on I'm trying to remember reading these net galleys <laughs> but that wasn't a resolution though but we did if you're a publisher that's listening to this right now editor publicist we just want to say that we are sorry <laughs> that we asked for a book and did not read said book um our bad our bad it just we didn't know what we were getting into when we just start you know selecting those books on net galley but i think that should be our new year resolution that um we should read the ones that people would give us for free because why are we spending this money if they give us this for free well we did good this year i don't think we really bought a lot of books. I don't think we bought that many books unless yeah. it was just like something that we something really, that really was wanted. already in that galley and that we didn't fit finish. Yeah, see that. <laughs> and then, you know, it was gone. So it was like, okay, we gotta buy the book now. I think that's what happened. Maybe. Or or if the book was so popular we couldn't get it from the library. That's true. But I think like maybe April on out. They were giving us the books. And we want to mm-hmm. say thank you um, to those people for, you know, yeah, thank trusting you. us with with those galleys, those arcs. Yeah, because we every time we get like tire mail, <laughs> <laughs> we have so much fun opening them and like looking forward to reading them. We still have a bunch here that we're trying to um, 
you know, do something with and maybe talk to the authors after a while. Will Smith, if you're listening, <laughs> we got your book, bro. <laughs> we ready for you. <laughs> we definitely got to read that one just so we can, you know, stay ahead, stay in the, in the pop culture. Because Oprah, Oprah said it's one, the best. She said it was one of the best books that she had ever read. Like and... memoirs in her life. Yeah. In her life, Oprah reads like, three books a day but we we also had to understand like um will smith himself did not write that book like it, he had a he had a ghost writer mm-hmm. um so if it if it's that good shout out to that ghost writer i know slid in her dms who are you <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into the bountifulness that was 2021 the interviews that we thought were like the best which ones were your were your favorite oh that will be hard that will be hard um 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 um, um. um i really like maybe just i'm just gonna like say names i really liked her interview with sasha banks mm-hmm. sasha's the real deal she's the real deal holy field i really hope that people get a hold of her yeah, work i'm waiting for her book because when she said she's writing for that novel, I'm wait, I'm wa- I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting. I'm ready. Um, I really like Hala. I think she's funny. She's very funny. I want to be her friend. She should have her own podcast. She should, or maybe like she should write for like a series somewhere, like like a television show. Maybe. Um, Naima showed up even when she was sick. So shout out to Naima. Yeah, because she didn't have to. Yep. She did not have to. Because if it were us, we'd be like, um, can we reschedule? We follow you. Not Naima, Naima Coster. She she pushed through. Yeah, that was a good interview. I like talking to her. I like talking to Isabel because it's it's like, you know, one of like she she felt like she's one of like my friends from high school (laughs) so and i think if i've talked to her more i think we're more similar than different i think we are very very similar i think that interview was cool for me personally just to watch because i think it reminded me of the interview that i did with donnie because both of us were able to tap into something that we've both experienced with the other person. Right. And, you know, Isabel is from the Philippines and you all were from like rival schools. So just yeah, having girl. that conversation, it was, it was fun to watch that play out. It, it was. And I'm just kind of like, I, you know, I kind of wanted to be her friend too. <laughs> I'd be like, you, you have space for new friends over. over- Didn't you ask her that? No, I didn't. I didn't. I I wasn't that brave. (laughs) I think I was too shy. And the fact that she might know somebody from where I think I'm older than her, too. Mm. But the fact that it might have crossed at some point is kind of like too, too real or too good to be true. Yeah. Isabella was dope. It'll be nice to have her back on the show. And she showed up for the book club meeting. Which yes, is cool. that was really nice of her. That was where all my courage went when I asked her <laughs> and be like, hey, you want to show up for a book club meeting? And like not even thinking about it. She said yes. I think we did pretty well with asking the authors that we wanted to to, to like show up. Um, we We wrote out a list of like 
you know, authors that we contacted personally out of the 31, and it was 21 of them, which hit your number. Um, 21 of those people said yes, that were writers, um, actually 20 that were writers and one that was a filmmaker and activist, which was Amber J. Phillips. (laughs) They all said yes to us. And then the other, the other 10 were like contacted by, we were contacted by publicists to see if, you know, would you like to have them on the show? And we really liked the work and we were like, heck yeah. 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 Was there any other episodes that stood out? Yeah. Like, um, Kiese and Robert, duh. Um, and e- like my fangirl moments. I think that's where they, my fangirl moments was like Mahogany, Kiese Lehman, and Robert Jones Jr. Because to me, they're, they're like, uh, they bear so much weight. I was sweating in places where you sweat when you're scared. <laughs> so to me, those were like the heavy hitters. So you know, there are other people that I'm like, oh, I want to be friends with them. But these three are kind of like, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm talking to like legends here. Like, mm. even though they were so nice, they were so down to earth, but it's just kind of like, whew, it was a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm fangirling right now as I as I re- reminisce. I think my favorites definitely number one on the list would have to be KSA Layman that one was one I think I have been fantasizing about since we like started mm-hmm. this whole podcasting thing and I, for me out of all the people I think I he's like the the giant the one that we oh, talked yeah. to oh yeah <laughs> of you know like, of this mountain of amazing he, authors he's like out of all the people that talk to it's like the most well-known and I think the most relevant when you ask people like oh I know that person mm-hmm in this roster of people and and his felt the most the most genuine uh, let me let me walk that back it, it was it was genuine it felt the most like this is your homeboy type of conversation oh yeah I think the most genuine probably would be Brian uh, he came with like this humbleness with his work when talking about his work um and you know it, it the humor in that conversation he's very funny <laughs> he's very funny they're, yes they are both very funny and willing to put up with our shenanigans so if anybody is willing to put up with our shenanigans they're like number one in our book so for me definitely Kiese, definitely brian, brian definitely disha definitely robert um how did i forget about disha see i'm telling you man we talked to some good people this year it's, it's we hard had a good list. It, it's really hard it's hard to pick like just looking even like leslie youngblood she was going off like we've known her for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She had that that energy. Like, you know, this was somebody I grew up with. Um, and I, I I have to piggyback on what you said with Sasha. She was amazing. You know, I love talking to her on a regular basis. Sasha has this aura of like, I really know who I am and I really know what I need to do. Yeah. Like that girl got her shit she has direction and i we wish her much luck she just moved to philadelphia pursuing new new things uh we highly recommend that if you don't follow her on the social meds go ahead and do that because 
um it will it will definitely be a she blessing definitely, to your soul she definitely has that mind of an artist mm-hmm. it's like a it's it's like in her daily living uh, i think also we uh, touched on this a little bit but with donnie Donnie Walton, I got, I guess the whole three D's. So you got Disha, Donnie, and Dantiel. Yes. Dantiel was a was one that we had to wait on. That was one where it was like, you want to talk to this person, you got to be patient. Because um, we tried to enter in the professional way. <laughs> and denied. We were denied. We were denied. And when we were denied, she hit us up and she was like, hey, but we're persistent. And, uh, you know, I think I felt like she was more persistent than we were because she had, you know, given us the contact information. That's true. And we were told, you know, that she was busy. And, you know, so we were like, okay, And uh, then, you know, like a while later, she was like, hey, did anybody contact you and setting it up? So she followed through where we thought, oh, I guess we got to know because when you get to know from their people, we think that that's the know from them. Yes, it's like case closed, but not not Dantiel. You know, she's she. I forgot how she held it down for the South. (laughs) And I forgot how smart she is. Like that girl is like spring chicken. She's she's new from the out of the womb. (laughs) And how can you be that smart? Like the words coming out from that girl's mouth is something else. Yeah, everybody on this roster that we had this year was good. But I think one of the most defining moments for us would probably be able to like interview our first superstar our first celebrity which was Gina Yasher (laughs) she she I mean just when my mom found out that we were interviewing her she was so excited she wouldn't leave me alone about it until we actually had the interview because she watches her on television all of the time and so (laughs) to like talk to Gina it was you know a gift that I could give my mom would say, look, we talked to this person you, you watch on TV. I know. And, and the fact that we were part of her press junket. Yeah. We went after Tro. No, it was, no, it was Quest Love. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Quest Love. Yes, we went after Quest Love, you know, and we were so scared because how do you, how do you like follow Quest Love? All the questions and all like the fun that they're having. We were given like half an hour and they and they gave us 20 minutes, but we stretched it out as best as we could. And, you know, in celebrity time, that's probably like two hours for them because they're constantly jumping from person to person to person. Right. And, you know, now in the time of of, uh, COVID, um, it makes it a little bit more difficult because now you're like doing it on Zoom. But it's probably easier for them because they can kind of like maybe take a break in between zoom interviews and you know collect themselves but we're grateful for her coming onto the show and uh, talking about her memoir which is so fucking hilarious it was funny i i if you read cack handed read it with the audio book because it is as if you were getting a free stand-up yes it was you know funny. show it was hilarious we talked a lot to a lot of New York Times bestselling authors. We did. The New York Times bestselling prize winners. 
I mean, Brian knocked it out of the park this year with the Kirkus Award. We bookended our our podcast both with um, national book finalist authors with Disha and Robert. Right. So we we talked to some uh, good we had standing folk there and, yeah, and y'all like, been a part of this ride this year and we hope that next year we can be able to uh to bring you the same and we're switching it up right so you know this year we we started off the year calling ourselves the vulgar genius podcast when we ended 2020 um we were forks and fangs so our day ones if you've been following us from the beginning we were probably a little bit confusing <laughs> and right. we had to fix it. And so we, ch- we changed our podcast. We rebranded. Name. And I think it really worked. It worked it for worked. our, for, for the betterment of the world. It's my fault. I always go extra. I, I go extra. I'm that person that like overpacks and then has to like go back and look at the bag and say, okay, what do I need to really like leave at home? <laughs> and so, you know, Forks and Fanes was one of the things that we had to take out and say, okay, this no longer works. And, you know, this year was a lot of that, like looking back at everything, like what works, what doesn't. And when we start 2021, we'll be starting off with our first interview and it is not with an author. Right. We're talking to Noel W. Anderson, who is an artist. Uh, his work right now is up in the um, Telfair Museum in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, you can catch it there. Uh, the installation is called Heavy is the Crown. And it will be there until I think it's January 17th. So if you're in the area, I highly suggest that you all go and check his artwork out. If not, go online, look at his stuff, um, check out his 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 talk that he gave with the with the Tail Fair uh, Museum. The work that he's doing is amazing, and it is it was a pleasure to talk with him. So. When 2022 rolls around, we not only will be talking to uh, authors as we've done this past year, but we are branching out and we are going to invite more artists and different creators to talk about the work that they're doing this year. And so we're starting off with our first artist and uh, that's episode one. Please join us on that journey that we take and let us know, like, what do you think of this show, of this podcast? We really want to know um, your thoughts. And if anything, can y'all do us uh, like a fave and, you know, go leave a comment, give us that five star rating. (laughs) Let us be your Uber and Lyft driver for the evening as you listen to our podcast. And um, and we just want to say thank you for supporting everything that we're doing, everything that we've done. You know, this year we were able to do Unleash the Genius, um, which is our reading initiative that we did. Our, the first school that we did with was Eccleston Elementary School. And thanks to all of the donations that you all gave to us prior, the prior year, we were able to do an entire school year of book club meetups with Mrs. Jones' fifth grade class. And it was, a, I think, outside of these interviews, I think it was probably my favorite thing to have done all year. We wish we could have given them the books, the book kits, the books personally, but because of COVID, we had to do it all through 
through Zoom and Miss Jones was very kind enough to send us videos of the children. So we, we really enjoyed it. You know, the children has to continue the legacy. So that is our, our, our part. That is how we give back to the community. Um, but like Veronica was saying, um, we, you can find us at the Vulgar Geniuses and we are, we are planning for big things in 2022. Um, we are still focusing on BIPOC people. Yeah. So every, everybody that is doing good for the community is making a mark in some form of industry, whether you're making art, music, um, film, photography, whatever that you are doing and you are expressing yourself and excelling in what you're doing in food industry, everything we are we are gonna find you and we're gonna link it back to a book i promise you we are always and will be a literary podcast and we will always tie into what we absolutely love which is reading um but we want to we want to talk to these people we always find a way we'll find a way and we want you all to join us on this journey and we just want to say thank you again for being with us uh sharing our podcast visiting us on our website and our Instagram and our Twitter. We just want to say thank you for being here. And we hope that we can continue to bring you this show and more. We hope to see you all in person one day. One day. One day. One day. We will all be free from COVID. (laughs) (laughs) One day. One day. But as we close this out, we just want to say thank you. Thank you all um for staying with us being with us and continue to listening to us you know because we we see numbers in our platform somewhere um you know we use the platform called anchor shout out to anchor (laughs) um so we see we see y'all so thank you for just being here um and thank you for the support and and we hope that you continue to enjoy our work um, the these things that we do are mostly for the labor of love, for reading and for the BIPOC communities that we continue to touch. Oh, well, we can't end this episode without talking about what our hopes, our resolutions will be for next year. You know what? <laughs> you know, I failed to mention where I failed at with my resolution. And last year my resolution was to stop checking out books from the library and not reading them and holding them hostage in, in the, in the ebook, in my ebook account for people who were trying to read them. And I didn't do that. I held those. I held those. I still have some sitting in there. I didn't see you do it a lot though. But you were still doing it? It's on my phone. What you don't oh, know, that's true. you can't see. You know what you can't see, you don't know. So, um, yeah, I did it. I did it. I'm sorry. And I'm going to do better. I actually didn't. I completely um, not download anything except for when we're trying to read. Because I'm like, I, 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 I can't do this no more. But I, I, I did buy books, though. No. Last year, you made a resolution that you would read everything that you bought. No, I haven't. It's still there. It's still there. 
I read so. some of it, but not all of it. But it's yours, you know. It's not like me in the library where I have to like give it back at some point. <laughs> but but still, though, I'm like, oh, this is a missed opportunity. Yeah, I feel you. We're gonna do better. We promise. I think what I want my New Year's resolution to be next year is to be more consistent, um, to be better with my time. I wanna I wanna learn how to do time management. Yes, and you know, full disclosure. We're recording this podcast on December 30th. <laughs> the day before we have to release it. Shout out to all the procrastinators and all the Libras out there. Boom, boom, boom. And the coffee. Can I, can I get a shout out to Espresso one time? <laughs> um, that's going to keep me away to do this. But yeah, so <clears throat> we're going to uh, not hold on to time yeah. and make it, you know, make it make mm -hmm. us our bitch it's bitch it's bitch we won't be times bitch this year that's true coming um we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna try our best we're gonna do better we're gonna try our best we're gonna try to stick to our picks <laughs> that's that's what sets us up for failure this is the behind the scenes you guys like y'all don't know what happens we we start out the year and we're like yeah this is our list for the next six months and like a weekend we're like scrap it we're scrapping yeah. it. But I mean, it never hurt us to scrap it. No, it, it might hurt our pockets because we've, you know, gone out and bought books. Not not really hurt. I mean, books are books. I, I love books. I think it would never hurt me. <laughs> it would hurt. It she would, got money, y'all. No, I <laughs> it <don't>. hurt me. <laughs> it's not even about that. I'm just like, I'm always willing to support somebody's work. So that's that's some that's you know, a little, some dollars that would go to that author, right? Because mm -hmm. maybe those books weren't really getting the attention that they're getting. So that's how, I, that's how I tried to talk to myself about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's valid. That's valid. But see, it has some truth though. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm just like, we need to stop. We meaning I need to stop <laughs> procrastinating and just stick, just stick to the goddamn schedule. <laughs> If I just stick to like the reading schedule or all the schedules, I'll be fine. But because I am what I am, here we are. Yeah. And I'm, I mm -hmm. and I think I should if I see it, I should call it out. So if I see it on myself, I should call it out. If I see Veronica doing it, I think we should hold each other accountable for it. Accountability. Because we're because we're both Libras and we're kind of just like, hey, why create conflict? But I think. <laughs> I think 2022, I think we should we should be a little bit better about it because we're trying to achieve a lot of goals, y'all. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to be we're trying to be it in Orlando. This year definitely taught me to be smarter about the work, you know, like when recording and editing these podcasts and creating the promos and, you know, just like just even with the writing of the intros, because what was happening last year in 2020 I was writing the intro but then the description that I would put like on the the social media accounts would be a total different one and I didn't want it to be the same and then one day something says you're working too hard stop stop doing double work just use the same intro for everything and that's what I started doing I was like oh this helped streamline my life so much because you know trying to come up with a fucking caption that half of the people don't even read they just like the picture and keep scrolling because I know I do it um 
you know, it was, it was failing me in that. So I think for me, it was a year of learning to cut back on the things that don't work and also like finding rest. Cause there was a point like after April and May where I was tired, we had just done our anniversary month. And I was like, I need rest. I need rest. And I just didn't read when, I, when we didn't have an interview or we just delayed a podcast. I won't delay podcast. That's my <laughs> promise. I'm going to try my hardest to stick to y'all to be more consistent on putting out these episodes. And we're always kind of like team extra. We always think of something like, oh, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. And I think one of my resolutions is just to stick to what we said that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing else more that we need to deviate from. Cause I think, you know, we were trying to, to trying to evaluate and look at other people, how things work for them. And they are, it's working for them because they're sticking to the same, they're sticking to the same formula. Yeah. And you know, like what people would say, like, don't fix what ain't, what it's, what's not broken. You can say ain't broken. Mm. I say it. Don't fix what ain't broken. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, if I have the the credibility. You a seven so. girl, girl. Mm. You a seven girl. I was always from the north, where I was from. She's from the north, as they say on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so we'll see how we do with our time management next year. But... I think that's really the big thing. But with the books, I said to myself, I'm going to try to read a little bit more of uh, the nonfiction, a little bit more of like that deals with more of like um, socially relevant topics, not just not just like the the life story of somebody, which is also very interesting and mm-hmm. could also be a commentary on like the social political um, like scene of that time, because that's what usually happens. But, you know, it wouldn't hurt to be like reading something else that's a little bit more not really textbook-ish but kind of like a little bit more adult a little bit more in depth it's not just a memoir because you know memoirs fall under nonfiction, but we want to dive into more heavier topics and you know we just got this net galley from Imani Perry that just the intro along has has just it shook me it shook me to my core and we really hope that you um, read her new piece that's coming out we're praying to the gods that she could come on the show <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there if y'all know Imani like hit her up and say hey you should go on a show called the vulgar geniuses just so <laughs> you know we can hype get the hype hype it's, us up it's free to dream so yeah that's that's all that we do around here <laughs> that's all that we do and somehow our wishes get granted and, and you know at some point at some point it does get granted by God yeah so Again, thank y'all for sticking with us. You didn't have to, but you did. Kudos, uh, kudos to you. Until next year. So long. Farewell. Wash your hands. Still wear a mask because Omicron is real. Omicron is out here. Is that all our book resolutions? Are we still doing 22 interviews? We should. I'm saying it. She's Y'all hear that? 22 author in 2022 author author interviews because i know we're doing other things but maybe author interviews we should keep it up and until we'll see where it goes (laughs) 
She's not willing to commit, y'all. No, man. <laughs> you know she's going to drag me into it and we'll do it. And then I'll be like, yay. <laughs> yes. We did it. She'll, she'll be happy at the end of the year. She doesn't know that yet. But, yeah. but y'all stay safe out there. We'll see y'all in the new year. Peace out. Bye. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.